Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, Truth Seekers. You're listening to A Measure of Truth on blogtalkradio.com, and I'm your host, Michael Fordham. If you just click the link on my webpage or you're listening on blogtalkradio.com or even the Blog Talk Radio player on my Facebook page and you want to call in live, look, we'd love to talk with you. So give us a call. The number is 347-326-9470. Oh, need a minute to get something to write with? But don't worry, I'll give the number again right after the commentary. Or if you like, you can Twitter me your questions and comments at twitter.com slash a measure of truth. Also, if you haven't yet, why don't you look me up on Facebook? I'm the Michael Fordham with a photo of me in studio, and you can always email me your questions and comments at a measure of truth at gmail.com. Look, we got a great show for you today. We'll be right back after this. Are you living a fulfilled life? Are you living your true passion? Every human being is created for a unique purpose. The Take Flight Retreats, created and facilitated by Mali Pampadat, international award-winning poet, author, entrepreneur, and intuitive spirit, helps us uncover and rediscover our unique gifts, special talents, our passions, and most essentially, our inner light so that we can see, own, and release our truest selves into the world, making a positive difference and having tremendous impact. Mali will take you on a three-day journey of self-discovery, reflection, meditation, and heart work 
to help map out your unique vision and mission, aligning your gifts and talents with your passions and purpose in life. Your investment towards Mali's Take Flight Retreat includes three days of body, mind, and heart-opening exercises, creative vision boarding, meditations, nature breaks, and room and board. Delicious and nutritious meals, wonderful amenities, and personalized copies of Mali's publications, A Million Fireflies, and Seen and Sustained. Best practices and communication that increase the visibility of small and diverse businesses. Weekend retreats for 2012 will be held July 20th through 22nd and September 7th through 9th. Space is limited to six participants per weekend, so be sure to reserve your spot by registering today. To register, visit her website, maliecreative.com slash retreats, or contact her directly at mali at maliecreative.com. Molly, welcome back to A Measure of Truth. Good evening, Michael. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm wonderful. Great, great. How did you survive our storm? <laughs> um, well, didn't have much except for a lot of traffic trying to get around, but I think we were very lucky. Oh, that's awesome. So we just heard a little bit about this um, amazing retreat. So give us the background. Um, why did you put this together? Well, Take Flight Retreats um, basically started with my own journey around trying to figure out what it was I really thought was my truest passion and purpose in life. Um, I was a financial planner basically for seven years, and I had a lot of love for the work that I did, but there was just something missing. You know, that um, hole in your heart filled with passion. Sometimes you, uh, you know, really sit down and wonder, okay, what's really next for me? You know, what's ultimately going to help me feel truly aligned with what I'm supposed to do in this life? And so I took the time to really journey through a lot of personal development programs and spoke with some life coaches and mentors and then also did a lot of reading and really aligned all my special gifts and my talents with the hobbies and interests that I had and figured out what it was that I really loved in life and that I was good at or had experience with, and then really put together um, a process or a development, a personal development program that I wanted to share with others um, to help them really align their special gifts with their talents, their hobbies, their interests, and things that really lift them up in life and figure out a way to really go out there in the world, whether it's through their work or through a lot of their um, special interests, to live their life more purposefully. No, oh, that's awesome. And you know, we we live some very complicated lives now with um with our technology and also um just the ways that we're trying to communicate now and um we're we're really trying to shift our thought process into something that's really kind of unnatural for us and you know, to take time out to be introspective and to understand that you need to spend some time just thinking about yourself and where you're going in life um, is really important and really valuable and needed in today's world. I definitely agree. I really went through a 
a phase or actually in my entire life was focused about on survival. I um, came here, as you know, from all the different interviews that we've done together um, as a refugee of war with my family and coming to the U.S. from, from Laos with actually, you know, really nothing except for the support of a Unitarian church and uh, really, uh, you know, um, donations and such, we really didn't have much. So I spent my whole childhood really being responsible and um, going and, and working with me since I was 15. I got straight A's, really had this focused plan and developed our the analytical side of my brain, the left brain, to a point where it really did get to my life. And I said, okay, where's the fun in it? Where is the you know, a level of peace and calm where I actually didn't have to always think about survival mode. And so I got to that place in my life and really sat down and thought about what was going to help me feel like I was truly happy with what I was doing every day of my life and uh, creating tremendous impact to the people around me. Um, I felt that way in all of my professions, but I truly was a people person, so I enjoyed helping and, and, you know, sharing and communicating. But I was also a writer, and mm. I also, um, you know, am a poet. And when I was younger, I used to sing with um, my relative's band. And when my father was still alive, we would do a lot of those things together. But I always pushed it aside and really never allowed all those things that came naturally to me and uh, that I thought were really special and made me feel whole inside to actually believe them to be gifts. You know, mm. I just thought, oh, they're just stuff, they're hobbies, they're fun. I can, it's not really going to impact anyone or have any significance in anybody's life, so let's just not focus there. And that's really where I felt there was a lot of things missing deep down in my soul. And when we have squashed these things down or we've ignored them and we walked away from the things that, you know, give us uh, uh, not only just a sense of joy and well-being, but also gives us a sense of purpose, tell us some of the um, the the bad things that can pretty much happen to you. You sort of start to become something, you know, different. You sort of separate from yourselves. Tell us a little bit about the the end product of someone who's detached from who they really are. Well, you know, I, I think that everybody processed that differently, but I can speak for my experience, and I really did feel um, an underlying sadness, you know, mm. that I was always so busy, and I always had to do everything for everyone else to make sure everything was stable and responsibility and finances were good, and it was just all about these bullet points of task lists of to-dos, and I never felt that I could truly be an independent spirit or free spirit and be spontaneous and truly just laughed out loud. Um, I, I rarely even, you know, cried in public because everything was held inside um, as if my expressive self, my creative self, you know, couldn't really quite come to life. And so I think that there was an underlying sadness and almost a, a seriousness that was almost too serious for many people. I used to get people telling me all the time, gosh, you know, when you would come into a room and you had your suit on, it was almost like, you know, you were 80 years old sometimes, <laughs> this very mm, serious mm -hmm. person and took everything so seriously and there was no inner child or kid-like um, characteristics about you. And yet 
when I look back at all of the, you know, volumes of journals and poetry, all of my poetry is really about nature and being free. Mm-hmm. And so it was just such a, like a split personality, a multiple personality, and I never felt like I was truly myself at any given time. And there's a sense of, um, there's a sense of lacking in your life when that happens. You know, there's a misalignment and things just feel off all the time. Right. And really no sense of true peace with who you are and, and authenticity around it because I always felt like I was tiptoeing or hiding. I, you know, and it was all inside my own thought process and in my own head that I created this, okay, I'm not allowed to do this, and yes, I'm allowed to do that. And I put so many parameters around what I could and couldn't do. And I think that's what happens when we really aren't um, in a place where we feel like the, the whole of who we are is truly out there in the world. Yeah. And um, tell us a little bit about how um, your retreat sort of um, probes you and uh, prepares you and, and digs deep in order to be able to find what it is that you want to express that you sort of disconnected with. Well, you know, the whole concept around take flight was that when I was going through uh, mapping out the own, my own course of a purposeful life, um, I used uh, the vision and mission mapping model that was created by my co-authors of Seen and Sustained. And in that book, we created a true model around vision and mission mapping for the purpose of a business and the purpose of someone's life. So I really took that work to heart and put myself through that process. And in that process, I uncovered that all of my gifts and talents, experiences, and the things that I truly loved and enjoyed in life was truly around marketing, messaging, communicating um, through written expression and other forms of expression, really allowing myself to um, help others express how they really feel. And so the vision for my life is really around helping others see, you know, own and release their true inner selves. And mm-hmm. so that's the concept of you see, own, and release spells out soar. And that's really where Take Flight came from, the whole name, Take Flight. Um, and I had a couple of uh, mentors help me figure all of that out. And so it really helps people go to the next level of their life. You know, uh, Take Flight is not just about launching and, and, and never stopping and, and reflecting again. It's really about taking those baby steps to take you to the next level and the next level on your journey. So in the retreats, we really do go through, and I, I think you mentioned it best, heart work. You know, dig deep inside your own heart. Uh, ask a lot of questions around why. You know, what are your motivators in life? Um, it talks about how do we stay positive through the journey of life because life is so hard, and it helps to really learn how to truly call upon affirmations and pay gratitude to things that are really important to you. But it's all about the practice of these things. You know, it takes practice and exercise to really stay positive. When things fall apart in life, it's so hard unless we actively look for the positive things in life. And so the Take Flight uh, Retreat really helps um, go through this whole exercise around how do we stay positive, how do we look deep inside ourselves, and then also helps people identify those things that are uniquely theirs. 
and being able to own it and claim it as unique and different and special. And then once that ownership, you know, takes place, then it makes it a little bit easier for people then to release. And in some cases, that basically just means articulate it best, share it with the world in a way that it's truly authentic to who they are. Wow. You know, it's interesting because um, I, I understand that because I've taken that journey myself. I mean, I went from being um, <laughs> an IT supervisor to, like yourself, trying to find um, a job that dealt with people. So I um, was um, an insurance agent for a while and um, still didn't really connect. It wasn't really what I wanted but I just knew I wanted to have uh, an, an impact on folks. And um, when I found my way into radio, it was sort of almost by accident, but um, it is something I had, you know, had studied a long time ago, back in the 80s. But then as soon as I reconnected with it, I, I knew I was off and running, and this is what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. So, And it's interesting because I was feeling lost and unhappy, and I think that there are a lot of people out there they really can't put a finger on what their problem is. I mean, it may not be your marriage. It just might be you. It may not be your job. It just may be you, that you just haven't reconnected with your true passions and aren't doing something that fulfills you and truly makes you feel happy and gives you a life purpose. And one of the things that we really uncover through the retreats when people come through this and partip- participants have their aha moments, it's not necessarily that going through this type of journey, uh, personal development program, really confirms that you have to change your career or that you have to start a business, you know, mm-hmm. um, aligning your passions. It's really about just being able to identify what those things are and how you can increase the level of participation in your own life, you know, um, and also being able to join organizations or or bring things to work or bring things into a relationship or uh, family activities that really allow you to live inside all the different things that truly make you happy. And I think that that is more the message around this type of work through the retreats because not everybody is going to um, want to start their own business. Not everyone has a true entrepreneurial spirit. But it does help when people are going through and figuring out what is missing in my life. I feel like I'm walking around and I'm not quite sure why I'm so unhappy, but there's definitely something missing or else I would be just blissful or at least in a more consistent basis um, able to... Uh, truly, you know, walk into a room or go to work and and come home and feel a little bit more lighter and a little bit more focused in the direction that I'm going with my life. And so whether you're going through this um, pondering of what's next for me or if you're going through a transition with work or transition in a period or phase in your life with situations and relationships, it really is um, that place that you go and it's safe because these retreats are designed for a very small group, you know, six to seven people getting to know each other and being able to connect on a level that's very deep and helping um, really share other perspectives on how you can reframe the way that you have conditioned yourself to believe um, about your life patterns or even about who you are as a person. 
Now, on your website, you've got some examples of some people who've actually been through the process, and they have some of their comments as well. Tell people how they can find that and, um, you know, give them your webpage information and then let them know how they'll be able to um, find, you know, some firsthand accounts of some people who've taken that journey with you. Okay. Well, the website is malicreative, M-A-L-I, creative.com. And if um, you go to the website, you'll look under Retreats, and the tab there will really take you into a description of what is included. Um, basically, it's a two-and-a-half-day journey of um, a lot of different exercises and really fun activities as well. And, yes, you can go on the uh, lower half of the page and see testimonials via video as well as written testimonials from the participants that have already gone through the process and the journey. And I really, you know, hope that a lot of people can connect with the different types of uh, characters and personalities. And it really is diverse and of every age group, of every ethnic background, and of every uh, purpose for why they want to go and get to a, a different level in their life or a different plane, as you will. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, so many people think about taking a break and they automatically think vacation. And um, so often we just get caught up and we don't think about really um, what it takes to um, relax and um, clear your mind and deal with, you know, your your day-to-day stresses and your job or whatever life may throw at you. Um, Retreats are a great way to not only just refresh yourself, but actually to heal as well. And um, that's something that, especially a lot of men, we don't take the time to do that. We just go through everything and we just think we can shake it off. And um, tell us a little bit about what some of the men have experienced, because I'm looking at the pictures and I see that a lot of men as well have also experienced been able to take advantage of um, your retreats and and benefit from that? Well, I think that they surprise themselves as well and how much um, the way that the program is designed for how much sharing naturally happens. I think when you're getting to know um, everyone in the group and everyone's there for a specific goal or purpose in mind and they want to take advantage of their time away from their, quote, reality, and they've made an investment to be there and be present, it really just happens so naturally. And so many times the the men are truly surprised at how much um, they share emotionally, you know. And we've had some very interesting um, men and women, but really more analytical left brain types, and they show up and I have no idea what to expect. I just heard about this, the referral or recommended by someone, and I knew that they got so much out of it, so I wanted to give it a try. And by the end of the, you know, two and a half days, it's amazing how much lighter our participants feel, including myself. Because what happens with me, it's so wonderful, is as I'm, you know, facilitating this for others, I'm actually every time answering the questions myself because there's always some new uh, revelations and new discoveries because every human, we are so complex and we have so many layers that we have either buried or um, even on a on a subconscious level, forgotten about, 
And every time that I help others go through this journey, I'm also very surprised at, at what else comes out from my own um, questioning of my place in the world and, and what makes me happy or why I do the things I do and why I react to certain things the way that I do. So I think that it's a lifetime of growth, and I think that this is just the beginning for so many people, to t- a place for them to say, it's okay to stop and to really allow myself to feel through and ask myself these very hard questions about what matters to me, what do I want out of life, and what am I going to do about it? Yeah, and and that's very important. And um, that is the most powerful statement you've made thus far. What are you going to do about it? Because we can always find out, you know, where we may be lacking. But the process of building and strengthening yourself to change and to to make a difference, to um, move forward, that's the most difficult part. Yes, and I think that no matter how old you are, what stage you are in your life, we are so shaped and conditioned by our environment, by how we were raised, by the things that we've seen and heard and experienced, by the mentors that we've had or lack thereof. And a lot of times we don't even know who we are anymore. We don't really have conversations with our true selves, if ever. And so this is a really great space of safety and a beautiful space, by the way. On um, this year, our sponsored host is uh, Antietam Overlook Farm and Bed and Breakfast. Mm. And for those that are in the Washington, D.C. area, it is not that far away. It's uh, basically about an hour and a half from Washington, D.C. But it's just far enough away that it really is um, a place of refuge and a, a place of uh, being able to to let all of the... I guess, um, routines of your day kind of wash away and start Mm -hmm. fresh and clean with new people that really can't judge you. And so you don't have that fear either because they're also there to find a place where they can uncover and and rediscover a lot of things for themselves. And so there's a lot of uh, leaving the judgment at the door, um, you know, policies that we have in place. (laughs) (laughs) Policies and protocols, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's great, and um, you know um, the photos that I see. Is that the group when they first got there, or is that after they've gone through the process? Well, we typically take um, pictures throughout. I mean, mm-hmm. we we have um, you know dinner and lunches together. Sometimes we take longer breaks and, and go outside if it's nice out, and just sit and chat because a lot of the exercises are very heartfelt and some very emotional. And so there is a sense of structure and yet a free flow about these retreats where people who are somehow impacted by a question or an exercise that we're doing, um, there there are really no rules as, you know, if you need to walk up out of the room for a second and then come back later, it's really your call. If you want to share, then by all means share. And if you don't want to share, then you don't have to either. It is really a way for you to go through your own personal journey, but in a space and with a group that you don't feel so alone going through it. Right. Hmm. 
Yeah, so the pictures, uh, you know, the pictures are reflect- reflective of when we first arrive, and then um, a lot of the different exercises that take place along the way, the meals that we enjoy. Um, sometimes we hang out at the campfire in the evenings because the programs don't go all day and all night. We typically start about eight o'clock or nine o'clock in the morning with breakfast, and then exercises throughout the day with some mini breaks, and we typically finish about five or six o'clock, and then it's time to just kind of put our guards down, relax, have a good time, have dinner, have some wine, and just really share and express ourselves and learn how to better communicate and articulate the things that make us who we are and and, and make us feel unique and special. And I really encourage that as a part of our discussions outside of the exercises, is to really practice what um, each participant has uncovered about themselves or rediscovered or want to reclaim um, in all of the different conversations. So people do, by the end of it, feel like true family. Mm-hmm. And so we have um, our take flight retreat participant groups, and we are you know, looking forward to um, doing our own book club soon. And so it's, it's, um, it's not only a development program for your personal desires in life, it's also a true community that I personally would like to build. And uh, a family type of feel so that people can have a place to go when they are stuck. Right. Motivation and support. Now, these things that you're uncovering, these hidden talents or desires and purposes that people have, give us an idea, you know, give us just an overview of some of the things that um, have been uncovered in um, some of your um, retreats. Well, I think a lot of um a lot of the uncoveries <laughs> word that I made up that it really <laughs> is uh, perfect for what happens at the retreat is really around um being able to not necessarily discover anything new but being able to say it's okay to love what you love and to enjoy what you enjoy and to actually call something that you can't be without a true passion. And so many people don't even know how to express what it is that makes them happy. So these exercises help them truly um, write out and map out all the things in their lives that are important to them. And there's the over, there's a, I guess, underlying theme that shows up. And so we just really, as participants in, in supporting each other, ask questions. We don't, we don't uh, make any assumptions. We say, well. Why is it that all the jobs that you have taken over your life have this particular pattern? Or why is it that every relationship you've been through have that particular pattern? And so as we're going through all of these things, it just kind of reveals itself. Mm. And for a lot of us, we've known it all along, but we never really allow our intuition to be the truth. We just push it aside as, ah, I don't know, it's, it's probably just a coincidence that that keeps happening. You know, we make all right. these different um, types of uh, rationale around not truly giving or gifting ourselves uh, an inner peace that is like waiting for us just to to claim. Mm-hmm. And um, you know that that's common though that a lot of us deal with um, some of the things that we don't want to deal with by developing these coping mechanisms that that sort of um 
sort of divide us from ourselves. It's just a way to move on without actually taking a close look at what triggers an emotion or a thought process or, you know, you just sort of let go. And, and you know, I I have been in a situation where, um, where I had traveled overseas and when I was so disconnected from everyone who knew me as um, the man that I had grown up to be in this area and everyone had a different idea who I should be. You know, you could feel that tug and that pressure of people trying to shape you and take you away from that true self that you know that you are. And um, so interestingly enough, I find this concept, um, um, you know, of course, therapeutic, but I can understand its true value as well because I think a lot of people are, are just missing um where they are in life right now is something they've overlooked because they didn't think that there was um, a process of recovering. Mm-hmm. It's also very interesting to go through this process with all the participants and, and participate myself, obviously, and see the, the true underlying themes that come up over again, over and over again in our lives and the patterns. Um, you know, we had a, a gentleman who is uh, actually a pilot, really enjoys piloting planes, and uh, and he didn't know how to incorporate that in in his business. You know, how well, what am I going to do with that? How, how do I align my passion with my work and my purpose? And through the exercises and really support of a lot of, of the other participants, you know, he was able to see that the philosophies and the lessons and the experiences of being a pilot can easily be used in story form and metaphors when he's actually coaching or when he's on the bigger stage and giving presentations around what it feels like to be um, a true leader up in the air, you know. And so it was really magical for him to be able to feel like, wow, what I love in terms of outside of work and what I'm doing at work can come together where I actually get up in the morning and I can be passionate about my work, incorporate them and include them and align them. And that was a really powerful um, experience for him. Oh, that's great. You know, and and it's amazing. Um, some people, it's almost like you're showing it. They They have a piece of their passion, but still there's another step to take. You know, they know the things that they really want to do, but they feel trapped in their day-to-day life and can't seem to connect the dots because there's still something missing that shows them um, the real purpose in even that gift or that passion or that talent. Or there are others um, who are going through what I was going through and in some cases still practicing to get out of this. The things that really come natural to us or things that we absolutely um, love and enjoy, we kind of reserve for ourselves, you know, kind of in our own privacy, in our own space, thinking that it's not going to impact anyone with real significance anyway, so why share it or release it to the world? And what I found is I was doing, and I'm encouraging others to really look at it this way as well, a disservice to those that, you know, would be, and could be impacted by the things that are so natural to us that it's not a natural gift for them. And for them to be able to enjoy the things that were 
you know, um, universally given or God-given to us and not being able to go out there and share that with the world is like, I think, you know, um, a truly a disservice of sprinkling some more true positive energy or talents and gifts to others that really are longing and desire to have the gifts that we do are just, you know, wondering what the heck are you doing? You are given all these special unique gifts and talents and you're not going to share it with the world and here I am wanting to have that talent and that gift and it wasn't it's not mine to to have. And so I learned that also with a lot of mentorship where they really like took my shoulder and shook me, you know, what are you doing? There's so much that you can do as a poet in, in, in expressing yourself through written expression. There's so much you can do with being able to come up with hear melody in your head and write music. I mean, there's a lot of artists who are true musically inclined, but they may not be lyricists. And so being able to gift them and partner with them. So those are the things that, you know, I encourage not not only the participants in the retreat, but the people in my life, because that's what mentors did for me. Mm-hmm. Wow. And you know what, Molly, um, our our new production assistant, Tatiana, she has a question for you. She had something she wanted to ask. Okay. Hi, Molly. How are you? Hi, Tatiana. How are you? I'm fine. I had a few questions. Um, how effective has the retreat proven to be? You know, coming from a dark place in my life, how would the retreat help someone like me who don't know, you know, the next step or it's indecisive about what's going on around them. Can the retreat truly be a process of genuine happiness? I really believe so, and of course it's, I'm going to sound biased because I'm facilitating the <laughs> retreats and I've developed the program. However, if you go onto the website and listen to the testimonials, and I'm also happy to provide actual um, you know, phone numbers and such to speak to the participants, I really do believe that it helps uh, those that are coming from a dark place or still in it, it truly is a safe place where you can express yourself and if for nothing else, get it off your heart mm-hmm. and be able to um, release it in that way so that you're not carrying all the burden by yourself and you have other people who are going through their journey who are going to support you because they also would want you to support them and hold them in a space as well while they're going through this um, you know, deep two, three-day um, exercise of, of putting your heart out there because you really have to dig deep to unlayer. So it does it does get a little intense at times, but that's the only way to clear out certain things. It's like, you know, having a home that's cluttered. I mean, you really have to get ready and prepare to do a lot of hard work to remove things that don't belong there anymore and then reorganize the home, just like we have to reorganize our lives and our experiences in a way that's going to allow us to, to breathe more freely. So, I, to you know, to answer your question, I do believe and I hope and pray that others feel this way, that um, these retreats will at least allow you to feel lighter when you leave than when you came. That's great. I was listening to you when you were talking about the poetry and, you know, writing, because I am a writer and a poet myself. So I was listening to that, and that has been proven to be very effective when dealing with, you know, bad situations. So I agree 100% with you on that. Well, thank you. I was just talking to one of my band members tonight, and, um, you know, going through some tough times and watching one of our friends really experience a lot of tumultuous um, experiences in his life, 
have inspired me to write, um, you know, two songs in basically two days as a way to express these difficult moments. And sometimes I think the most artistic and creative ways to do that, whether it's through music or poetry or even painting and art, any way that allows the energy that feels so locked and that heaviness inside of our hearts to somehow feel lighter, um, in, in my opinion, has to be done because it's for our own sanity and our own health. And hopefully by being able to do that for ourselves, we're also allowing others to see us as a mirror for the way to help them feel brighter and lighter and find their own channels and ways to which express and release some of these um, painful feelings inside. I absolutely agree. I want to thank you for that information because it is very well needed. Well, thank you so much. Thanks for yeah. your uh, interest and in, in participating in the show tonight. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Tatiana. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And, um, you know, we're going to take a quick break, and um, we'll we'll do um, a quick um public service announcement about the work of um, Bridge to Freedom. And uh, we'll be right back with Molly after this. Hi, I'm Michael Fordham, host of A Measure of Truth on blogtalkradio.com. And I want to take a moment to talk to you about a heinous crime against humanity that plagues our nation. And yes, believe it or not, communities just like yours. Here's something you can do today to lend your support in the fight against human trafficking, also known as modern slavery. For example, Tanya was only 11 when she was forced to use her body for her own survival and the perverse desires of others. Now 18, Tanya knows no other life. She can't even remember when she was able to choose how she wanted to dress. Tanya dreams of being a teacher one day, and with the help of Bridge to Freedom programs and your support, they can empower her and others like her to move from surviving to thriving. You can make a huge difference in the life of a survivor this year through your support and donations to Bridge to Freedom Foundation. Bridge to Freedom is a nonprofit organization that provides aid to survivors of slavery who now live in the U.S., such as former child soldiers and victims of sex trafficking and forced labor. The cornerstone of Bridge to Freedom's work is personal and professional development to help survivors adapt and thrive in their new lives and communities and find work to support themselves. The Bridge to Freedom Foundation needs your support to help people just like Tanya. They need your urgent action to ensure that they can continue to provide clothing and health and beauty services to these survivors. These are not only important for rebuilding self-esteem, but are crucial to finding employment. They're also in great need of storage containers and clothing racks to organize and store donations. While donations of needed items are vital, one sure thing that will help to stop the spread of this injustice and prevent it from thriving undetected is educating yourselves about human trafficking or slavery and knowing the signs and the proper authorities to contact if you become aware of a victim in crisis. Find out more at bridgetofreedomfoundation.org or if you have a reason to suspect that someone may be a victim of human trafficking, please call the National Human Trafficking Resource Center hotline on 1-888-373-7888. Multilingual call specialists are on standby 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. All calls are confidential. 
Hi, I'm Michael Fordham, host of A Measure of Truth on blogtalkradio.com, and I want to take a quick minute to talk to you about Young Lives. Young Lives is a unique, cutting-edge, nonprofit Christian organization designed to empower and equip pregnant and parenting teen moms to become productive citizens in the community, a program that partners teens and mature Christian women to provide teen girls in crisis with timely encouragement, guidance, and ongoing support. Through the power of presence, kids and teens' lives are dramatically impacted when caring adults come alongside them, sharing God's love. Because someone believes in them, they begin to see that their lives have great worth, meaning, and purpose. This is just the first step of a lifelong journey. The choices they make today, based on God's love for them, will impact their future decisions, the careers they choose the marriages they form, and the families they raise. All of this can be traced back to the time when a Young Life leader reached out and entered their world. Your support will provide girls with an opportunity to attend parenting classes, summer camp, and empowerment programs that just might change their lives. To learn more, visit their website at younglivesdc.younglife.org or call the regional director, Sharon Holland, at 202-399-7017. Welcome back, Truth Seekers. You're on with Molly Pompadith. Welcome back, Molly. Hi, Michael. Well, um, this retreat is uh, coming up in the near future and give us some more information about the the two dates and um, what you have open and um, any other information you want to share with us. Well, first I want to make an announcement that I would really like um, to offer your listeners a special promotion. for listening to the show tonight, if anyone is interested in participating in any of the retreats um, coming up in July, we have July 20th and 22nd, and we have uh, still a couple of spots available for that weekend. And then we also have September, September 7th through 9th. Now, we only have uh, two spots available in September left, so for those that are interested for either of the weekends, and if they've heard this on the show, I'd like to offer your listeners a $200 discount for the retreat weekend. And also, I do work with payment plans because the focus is to really have people go through the journey and the experience and not hesitate because of um, funding. So that's not you know something that I, I truly want to encourage people to really sign up for the personal journey. And uh, if they can contact me at Mali at malicreative.com. I can certainly provide them with more information and guidance. And Mali is spelled M-A-L-I. Wow. All right, Truth Seekers, don't you feel special? (laughs) $200 off. And um, if you could just add in that email and that communication to Mali that um, you heard the show, um, A Measure Truth. And um, I guess it will be on for how long? Or should we just um, cut it off after today? Or how does that work? Well, let's do it for this week because we do have a couple more spots. So if, if as soon as it fills up, I will also let your listeners know that we can sign them up for a future um, weekend if okay. this one fills up fairly quickly because they are, you know, they are limited to six or seven participants. They're designed to be that way so that the intimacy of the group and the sharing is a free flow. Mm-hmm. And I think that really helps to um, create a space where true hard work does, um, you know, 
does allow people to truly do the work that it takes when they leave to feel lighter and brighter and and a little bit more focused around the direction of where they're going to go from here. Now, did you mention you'll also be giving them copies of your your books as well? Yes, it's a part of the yes, it's a part of the whole deal is that they will get a copy um um of both my books, A Million Fireflies, which is my memoir, and then The Seen and Sustained Best Practices and Communications for Small and Diverse Businesses is a publication that I co-authored with three other female entrepreneurs. And uh, so that will also be included. And my co-authors are Kia Garnett, Jane Lovis, and Tanika Bradshaw, which you've met already over um, the show and also in person. Absolutely. And I'll go ahead and put it out there. I'm working with you guys. Um you know, we're we're doing the seen and sustained thing. <laughs> That's awesome. Yes, yeah. we're very excited to support you and your endeavor, endeavors with our uh, seen and sustained mapping process and making sure that everything that you're doing with your products are aligned in terms of how do you effectively communicate to the right people and um, make sure that all the different functional areas of your business are uh, in alignment with everything that is important to you, Michael. Yeah, yeah, you, you definitely um, ask the hard probing questions. So, yeah, I'm excited as well to continue the process and um, see what the end result is, and I'll share that with my listeners as well. That's fantastic. Well, let you know, let us know how we can support your listeners, and for all the small and diverse business owners out there, if you're just curious to learn more about what we're doing with the Visionaries community of ours, the Seen and Sustained community of Visionaries is a collective group of those really either starting out their business or have been in the business for um, quite a while now, but truly still trying to figure out um, how to get to that next level or that next phase. We're there to support and consult in any way that we can. All right. Well, um, hang in there with us a little bit, Molly, and we'll be right back. Um, what we're going to do now is um, I'll, I'll just – seems like um, I run across this artist and a reason to play her music so often. Her name is Nia, also known as Marnie Williams. Marnie made that big change. Um, Marnie was a former Philadelphia district attorney who gave it all up to become a teacher and focus on becoming a spoken word artist and poet and performance artist. And this particular track sort of talks about her story and why she came to the realization that she needed to make the change she did. You'll hear it all in there. This is Lawyers in a Scribe by Nia. Heck yeah, that's me, educated in this here society, temple bred and spiritually fed in Philly, yeah, Philly, Philly, y'all, temple bred, there I was led to start my journey for the truth, you see, I went to the temple for the truth, symbolically, literally, angel she was, opened my eyes to the process, legal process of this justice system, on my back, there they stood with their lack of truth precedent A lie that sent us back to jail Truth to derail But you didn't follow what you call precedent You just lent your own bent lies Dictum Latin for lying scum Differentiate between dictum and holding To hold on to your lack of precedent 
No man-made exam can test. God's advocacy is the best. Justice. There is no justice, no balance, and no chance. Yes, this little black girl, Chester Pearl, just south of Philly girl, a country Philly Pearl from your so-called ghetto. Yeah, little skinny black girl, Chester Pearl. And I'll say it out loud, Chester, and I'm proud. Got your knowledge of your ways. When I praise your ways, when I glaze the truth. See? Your founding father landed his foot on that town, trying not to frown. That was the ground that bred me, and that is why I see the history of the place from where I be. To shame for so many years through the tears of where I'm from, because you turned where I'm from. The town from which you come, the town from which you came, the town in which Dr. Martin Luther King was trained. Into a crack-infested, four square miles attested, my people arrested in the mind will not find peace until I uncover the truth of this here congested. With more than four governmental projects projected for destruction, corruption of the perfect location of buildings of old, but the truth untold. Can't remember the memories of the past, oh no, they do not last, because alas, what have you done? See, this is a poem, a poem about him, you know the man. This is about his system, his justice system, just his system for him. Systematic, programmatic, dogmatic, shackles of the mind, dogmatic, just his system. According to his story, see, he wasn't even smart enough to see that what it was named and how it was famed would grow up and claim exactly what it is, his story, a lie. Because other things do exist, because we did resist, because it didn't happen that way, seize the day. I will not be part of that system. And the law that's me, but I refuse to be his attorney. Attorney means license to practice no justice, no peace, time to release the truth. Lawyer roll call, y'all Randall, humble man of peace. Refused to eat for a while, warm smile next to me. You ate your meal, for Mandela made a deal. All the while, kept it real. Harvard trained, revolution gained. Refused to practice in the traditional sense, no coincidence. Jesse, I remember the day I stumbled over my words to say thank you for coming to Penn State on that day to give hope, and that was great. Across my path they came, no need to blame coincidence, it only makes sense. See, it was meant to show me the way, the way that I went, my time and my money spent so that I could see and know the law, y'all, compare it to God's law, y'all. I'm a lawyer, as inscribed, no time to bribe, not part of man's plan, but part of God's hand, his holy plan. See, Jesus spoke prophetic sayings, riddles of the spiritual mind. He spoke against the establishment, established hell-bent on lies. He wanted no part of that establishment of hypocrites, of Pharisees, of Sadducees. It's Sadducee, the hypocrisy, hypocrisy. Are you living a fulfilled life? Are you living your true passion? Every human being is created for a unique purpose. The Take Flight Retreats, created and facilitated by Mali Pampadat, international award-winning poet, author, entrepreneur, and intuitive spirit, helps us uncover and rediscover our unique gifts, special talents, our passions, and most essentially, our inner light, so that we can see, own, and release 
our truest selves into the world, making a positive difference and having tremendous impact. Mali will take you on a three-day journey of self-discovery, reflection, meditation, and heart work to help map out your unique vision and mission, aligning your gifts and talents with your passions and purpose in life. Your investment towards Mali's Take Flight Retreat includes three days of body, mind, and heart-opening exercises, creative vision boarding, meditations, nature breaks, and room and board. Delicious and nutritious meals, wonderful amenities, and personalized copies of Mali's publications, A Million Fireflies, and Seen and Sustained, best practices and communication that increase the visibility of small and diverse businesses. Weekend retreats for 2012 will be held July 20th through 22nd and September 7th through 9th. Space is limited to six participants per weekend, so be sure to reserve your spot by registering today. To register, visit her website, malicreative.com slash retreats, or contact her directly at mali at malicreative.com. Welcome back, Truth Seekers. Well, we're coming to the end of another great show. And um, thank you again, Molly, for joining us. It's just been a pleasure. Thank you for having me again. It's always a pleasure to speak with you, Michael, and to share so much about, um, you know, what's going on with not only my life, but also continue to learn what's going on with all the exciting things in your world. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot going on, but um, and, and and it's great to have some witnesses to my journey at this point because I just feel like there are a lot of great things ready to happen, and I'm always willing to share. So, you know, and um, just happy to be involved as well with um, the scene and sustain crew as well. So, um, we'll be talking a lot more about that, and we are going to have you back on again in the near future with your band. So, yeah. You'll be hearing a little bit more from uh, Molly. She's got a lot of um, different facets, so we're going to explore quite a few before it's all over. <laughs> well, thank you. I'm sure my band members would really appreciate an opportunity to share our music as we're continuing to um, write more and, and practice. Uh, you know, the band's name is Afterglow, and we're growing, and I think it's going to be um, a great opportunity for us to, to release our original songs to the world and with your support. So thanks yeah. for Considering that, and we will definitely be on your show soon. Yeah, and I just want to let people know the um, that music bed for um, your retreat was your band's music. Yes, and I actually posted that also on my Facebook, and I'll continue to share because I know that it's not doesn't always come out so clear. So I will do that. I will share that to others. If you're mm-hmm. looking for Molly Creative or you're looking for Molly Pompadip, um, I'm on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. And I do have my business fan page, Molly Creative, as well on Facebook. All right. Awesome. Well, we got, we're almost at the end of the show. Molly, thanks again, and we will talk with you soon. Wonderful. Thank you, Michael. Talk to you soon. Take care. Well, special thanks to our producer, Donna Hardiman, and our new production assistant, Tatiana Monique. I'm Michael Fordham, and you've been listening to A Measure of Truth on Talk blogtalkradio.com. But before you go, here's a little something to take with you. Ask God for wisdom daily, but know that your lesson can come from anybody or any situation, good or bad, friend 
or foe. Watch your thoughts. They become words. And watch your words. They become actions. And watch your actions. They become habits. And watch your habits. They become your character. And watch your character. It becomes your destiny. Until we meet again, take care of what becomes of you.